You are listening to The Tish with Rabbi Michael Knopf, a Jcast Network podcast. For more information about Rabbi Michael Knopf, please visit MikeKnopf.com. For more information about other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Shabbat Shalom. It is um, so extraordinarily wonderful to be here. Um, I can't begin to tell you, first of all, how much Adira and I have been looking forward to coming here um, and how wonderful it is to actually be here and to discover that what you hoped would happen, um, which is that uh, the city would be an uh, incredible place for us to live, uh, that the community would be warm and embracing, that our daughter would uh, fall in love with, uh, with, with everything she encountered, that that wish came true. And so we've been here for a couple of weeks now, but uh, already feel incredibly at home and very blessed. Uh, and much of that, of course, is uh, due to many of the people in this room tonight. Uh, And there's very little that I can say that will express what I feel to the countless individuals who are here and who couldn't be here tonight, who um, have been helping us along the way over the past few months and, and in particular over the past few weeks. And so I just want to say thank you. And I want to say an additional thank you to uh, everyone for your uh, patience and understanding um, as uh, I acclimate to this new role. Uh, things will happen. Like I you know, won't get the right uh, uh, tune on the chorus of Le Chadodi um, and to match the chazans, or uh, I'll skip a psalm in Kabbalah Shabbat, which, if you were paying attention, happened. Uh, but... Uh, uh, but Slowly but surely we'll get there, and I uh, appreciate your understanding and your patience and your love um, so that we can uh, make this a a wonderful, wonderful time together, which I hope will be a very long time for all of us together. You don't usually think of Jewish cowboys, but that's precisely what we have in this week's Torah portion, Jewish cowboys. It turns out that in the wilderness, the tribes of Israel conquered a bunch of land from the Amorites and Moabite kings who lived on the other side of the Jordan River. And that land, it turned out, was cattle country. It was a good place to raise cattle. So there were two and a half tribes of Israel who were Jewish cowboys. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. Yad and Menashe, uh, sorry, uh, uh, Reuben, Gad, and half of the tribe of Menashe were cattle farmers, and when they realized that the land that they had conquered before the Israelites had been able to cross over the Jordan River into Israel, when they realized the land that they had conquered and were living on right then and there was good land for raising cattle, they go to Moses in this week's Torah portion, and they say to him, we want to stay here. We don't want to go into the land of Israel. This is cattle country. Your children have a lot of cattle. And we want to dwell in this land. Can we take this as our inheritance instead of crossing over the Jordan and taking the inheritance that is supposed to be ours in the land of Israel? Now, uh, spoiler alert, eventually they get to 
the Jordan River. But Moses' first reaction is an incredibly important reaction and has a powerful message for this moment. He says, Will your brothers and sisters go to war while you sit here? In other words, are you going to let your brothers and sisters go into the land of Israel where they're going to face war, they're going to have to conquer the land, and you're going to live in your nice cattle country over here, sitting, kicking back, and enjoying life? How can you sit back while your brothers and sisters are at war? And of course, for those of you who have been following the painful and tragic news over the past couple of weeks, and in particular over the past couple of days, that question that Moses asks might ring out in your ears the same way it rings out in mine. How can we just sit here while our brothers and sisters are at war? And of course, I don't think the Jewish tradition is saying what Moses ultimately tells the tribes that they need to go in as shock troops to fight the battle first, and then they can go and settle the land on the west of the Jordan. I don't think that that's necessarily what we're supposed to do, but it does mean that when our brothers and sisters in the land of Israel face war, we can't just sit back. We have to be active. We have to be passionate. We have to care. And we have to let them know that we care. And we have to let the community know that we care. And we have to let the media know that we care. And we have to let the country and our leaders and advisors know that we care. And that we stand with our brothers and sisters in Israel. Because when our brothers and sisters are at war, we don't just sit here. But there's a deeper dimension to Moses' question, I think. Because if you are like the Hasidic masters, you read the Torah not only as an account of the history of the Jewish people, but as an account of what's going on inside each and every one of our souls. In other words, it's a metaphor for what's going on in our hearts. There's a great teaching that I love and I want to share with you. It goes like this. Be kind, for everyone you meet is fighting a difficult battle. How many of you have heard that expression? So that's the truth of it. That each and every one of us fights a war every single day. And everyone we meet, nice people, not nice people, difficult people, easy people, everyone we meet is fighting a battle every single day. Life is not always easy. And so, the message that Moses asks is, Will your brothers go to war and you'll just sit back? Moses, I think, is echoing the message of that phrase, be kind, for everyone you meet is fighting a difficult battle. When we see somebody going through a difficult time, sometimes our inclination is to stand back and to be reserved. But Moses' question is a clarion call, I think. 
us to step into the fray, to not sit back, and to help out everybody that we encounter, because everybody is fighting a difficult battle. I have found that, since I've been here in Richmond, and even before I came to Richmond, that that is a quality that is a deep part of this community. And I want to invite and bless each and every person here to continue celebrating and embodying that value. And as an additional piece of motivation, I want to invite you on a uh, social media project with me. Okay, so there's a great uh, teaching in the Mishnah that says, In a place where there are no people, strive to be a person. In other words, where no one is taking action and helping out those in need, where no one is doing what they're supposed to do, you, each and every one of you, and us, should strive to step up and step into the fray and help out the person that's in need. Well, the Hebrew word, ish, corresponds to a Yiddish word, mech. How many of you have heard the word mech? Right? And mech has a important quality to it. There's a, there's a thing I was listening to on the radio a couple of weeks ago. There, there's a professor who was trying to get rid of non-English words in the English language. And he said one of the most difficult ones he had to find a replacement for was mensch, because it has the, the, the unique combination of warmth and compassion and righteousness. But that's what I'm talking about. When there are no menches around, be a mesh. Men and women can be a mesh. And so the social media project that I started uh, this past week is hashtag menches of Richmond. Some people in this room are already menches of Richmond. The Ittons, two days ago, were menches of Richmond. Uh, you can check uh, the hashtag on Facebook. So what I want to invite you to do is when you meet somebody in Richmond, who is going out of their way to help somebody in need, whether they're helping you, whether you're even helping somebody else, I want you to ask them if you can take their picture and tell their story. And then I want you to go on Facebook and go on Twitter and tell us about them, tell us what they're doing, and use the hashtag Menches of Richmond. Because indeed, this is a city of Menches, and I'm deeply proud and honored to be a part of it. Thank you for welcoming us so wonderfully and so warmly, and we look forward to hopefully a long, long time together. So, I'm so